0: Welcome to the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. Welcome to the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour.
1: Welcome to the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake Colley and I'm here with my main right hand man Clayton the Claw Harris. Good afternoon Clayton. Good afternoon Drake. It is four o'clock on Thursday and uh, we have college football tonight. We have pro football tonight and we have a lot of stuff going on this weekend. Busy weekend for sport. Uh, Absolutely it is. Now uh first thing right off the bat we need to tell everybody about that's in the Columbia area the Murray County Public Schools game of the week will be aired right here on 101.7 WKOM FM uh between the Mount Pleasant Tigers and the Columbia Central Lions that it's going to be a, I mean it's going to be big
0: the undefeated Mount Pleasant Tigers that's right and what and the Lions are 1-1 one,
1: one and 4 1-4 so you know this 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 could be the this could be Mount Pleasant shot. I mean, this could be their this could be their time. they you know they they they're time to shine. Do you not agree? I mean,
0: it's a great opportunity for their program. With but the good news is for both teams, it's not a region game, so there's no right. playoff implications. But as far as momentum for where a program's at and where they're
1: wanting to go, and bragging and county bragging and rights. Bragging I mean, rights, come on, th- this is. That's the most yeah. important thing. To these kids, they get to, you know, look up, see the guy at McDonald's or Burger King or wherever. And, this, this is a big. You we know, you whipped your tail, man. You know. And if okay. you're Columbia,
0: you want this to be a game where you still cement your place in the county as the team. Sure. And, and, and you, you're trying to get yourself because if you look at Mount Pleasant last year, they won two or three games last two year. Two and
1: two and seven
0: under kid, in Kid Hartsfield's first season look at them this year they're undefeated so one could argue that columbia is kind of going through that same transformation of a new coach in a new way in a new way of how of how to do things and you know sometimes that can go smoothly and sometimes that can it can be hard and i think uh, columbia uh, where they're at it's been challenging but i think this would be a great opportunity for them to get back uh, on the right track and And get some momentum as they enter the second half of the season.
1: Well, and and everybody and anybody that knows anything about sports knows that first your first year as a coach in just about any sport, uh, team type sport is is very is you know there's a big learning curve that you have to you have to work with between you your your players, your coaching staff, your new surroundings. So there's a number of things to get acclimated to uh to get your system in place and one year uh, the first year is always tough
0: it is and and, you know the roster where it was at the beginning of the year is it looks a little different now and that's okay if uh, people aren't going to buy in they're not going to be committed they they need to leave and we see that happening with some
1: some players and Um, that's, that's that's part of the process. And then as a coach, you have to work with what you've got left. You have to, you have to play the cards that you were dealt. That's right. And what you have left in your hand, you know, the, the cards that were thrown away, you can't play those cards. There are a
0: lot of, a lot of juniors and a lot of sophomores. And even a few freshmen are getting some playing time. And, and you know what though? In the long run, that's going to be a good thing because those young guys getting this experience now will pay off down the road
1: in go. the next couple of years. So. Okay, so that that's going to be Friday night. Kickoff is at 7 o'clock. Uh, it's going to be the game of the week, and we'll be broadcasting that game of the week on 101.7 and 103.7. Yeah, because I'm going cast on both. Because Columbia Central games are always carried on 103.7, but because it's the game of the week, both of the signals coming from uh, right here on West Seventh Street will be carrying the Mount Pleasant at Columbia Central High uh, football game at seven o'clock. Now, preceding that, tell us what's going on. You've you, you got the- it's a
0: long list of things. So, starting at three o'clock, okay, at Lindsey Nelson Stadium. Uh, on the stage that'll be set up over by the concession stand our game
1: day type stage correct we're now doing it all the game uh, game of the weeks there will be a special edition of
0: uh, Big Yellow School Bus with host Jack Cobb that'll begin live at three o'clock and then at four o'clock you'll be able to hear us again uh, for the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour and then during our shows when the tailgating festivities begin you have food trucks you have inflatables you have all kinds of
1: activities for kids and free food and that's going to be right there right next to lindsey nelson nelson stadium right right that's right, right across the
0: street from the parking lot over by the log cabin okay if
1: you all know where the log cabin yeah. is in murray county park right there at the front of the park when you come in so
0: that yeah, i mean you can't miss it. as soon as you pull in it's a huge grass area to the right
1: so if you guys are listening listening to this and you're trying to figure out what you want to do this weekend with the kids or whatever, or whoever, date night, whatever's going on. Come on out. I mean, it's going to be a Mount Pleasant at Columbia. We're expecting, what do you think, 5,000, four four to 5,000 I, people? I
0: think so. And then today we just learned uh, earlier this morning that the Alabama A&M what? marching band <laughs> – the maroon and white—I believe that's what they're called—they will be performing at halftime of the Columbia Central Mount Pleasant. Are you game,
1: serious?
0: Uh, one of the best marching bands in the country.
1: Oh um, well, that's—I mean—that's huge news. Yeah, it they're is. a blast to watch. You talking about getting down? Absolutely. They, they get down. You know.
0: And so I think they get down. I you know if if kickoff began at seven, I would be really surprised. It's probably going to be closer to seven fifteen because I think you might see some of the local bands perform before the game. And then, of course, that halftime may be a little bit longer than usual because uh, you got you got right. Alabama A&M coming up from Huntsville uh, to perform, and that will be a show of its own. So, well,
1: that that's going to be a lot of fun and food and just a lot of stuff going but, on. And to go back
0: to what we were talking about, the schedule, after the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour and the tailgate begins at 530, uh, Barry Duke and yourself will be – live for the Murray that County is, Public School you are correct. game day show.
1: You're correct, my friend. Uh, which has be-
0: been a huge success so far. It's been been a lot of We're fun, good. too, it We're looks good. like. like it looks like you guys have been having We have a fun weekend. time with it. It's, yeah. it's, it's
1: a fun time. It's a good way to uh, for the Murray County Public School Systems and uh, Columbia Chrysler, uh, who is sponsoring the stri- uh, drive, uh, Strive to Drive program, which gives away a brand-new Jeep. Uh, to a Murray County senior that uh, from the public schools, anyway, and it's just uh, it's a good the, the game day. It's I mean we're not ESPN. I mean who is you know we don't have right. Kirk Herb Street and Desmond Howard, and we don't have we don't have guys like that. But we have people from the Murray County public school systems that know the rich history of Murray County, uh, the schools around Murray County that have been here for. Long time, uh, Mount Pleasant, Spring Hill, Columbia Central, CA, CMA, and it's a way. It's a way, kind of, for the fans and people to connect with the Murray County Public School System and let the let the school systems tell people what's going on, what they're doing to help promote sports uh, from football to volleyball to mm-hmm. softball to golf, whatever, whatever programs he has, to fishing. Whatever the high school programs uh, need, uh, sports-wise, the Murray County Public School System are there to help. And Absolutely. They, and they're there, they're there to make the investment.
0: They're and, there to make the investment and to create an experience that these kids will remember
1: for a lifetime. That's right. That's right. And as we move forward and more people move to Murray County, uh, the welcome mat, so to speak, is kind of the whole sports program's that are being invested into by the Murray County Public School System.
0: Yeah, and I, I heard actually was listening to your interview last week, Lisa Ventura, and that's kind of what she was saying, and and that that is music to a lot of people's ears.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, you know, uh, you know, when people when people visit Murray County, and they're thinking, but their parents are getting a job here, or they're they're thinking about putting down stakes and living somewhere here in Middle Tennessee, um. And they go to a football game, a basketball game, a baseball game, or a softball, whatever. Uh, you know, that's that's kind of their first connection with a high school. That's that family's first time they see what's going on and the people and everything in general that goes that goes on during a sporting event. And I think Murray, Murray County Public Schools realize that.
0: Oh yeah, and so, you know, it's um, like I said, it's it's a good thing because. I think there's an argument for a long time that maybe, you know, athletics really was kind of on the back burners. And, and uh, anything to keep these kids engaged, sure. to, to keep them uh, engaged in their education and well, being a student athlete is a positive thing. Because you've heard the saying, you don't sell many tickets to, to watch your kid take a science test that's right. But they will they will pack the stands for a sporting event.
1: Absolutely, and and I when we, we when we did our game of the week from Spring Hill, I interviewed um, Dr. Potts, Christina Potts, yep. up, up at the principal at Spring Hill, and we were talking, and you know, I just asked her what what's how important are sports, you know, for after school activities. You know, she said, look. We try to get all of our kids involved in something up here, whether it's Spanish club or whatever the deal is, Beta Club, Key Club, whatever the deal is, Uh, Junior JROTC. She said, but sports is 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 kind of is so special because it 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 forms unity among the kids uh, and. It gives them a sense of pride because they're playing for something, and they're, and and they're playing for Spring Hill. And uh, she said, and she said, you know, anytime after school, you can keep a kid busy doing something else. You're probably going to be much better off. Oh, you know? I, I mean, I, mean
0: I, I, I agree, and I I, I know I, from
1: my experience, <laughs> after school, I, <laughs> I mean, you know, kids I knew they were up to no good after right, school. Correct. You know, I mean, if a, you know, instead of practicing football or basketball. And, and and I don't think it's too
0: much to ask that you know not only do we encourage kids to be involved to do things, but but also try to have programs and clubs that excel. That 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 not only not, we're not just there to babysit to babysit. Okay. You know, uh, I think enrich the lives. Correct,
1: enrich the lives of the students. You know, make make it worth their while. To be there, you but know, get it, something out of. But,
0: but teach them that competition is, you know, it's a good thing. Competition's yeah. a good thing. Right. Pushing
1: pushing, yeah. yourself pushing yourself physically to limits, and you know, because you you, can, you might you might a, a kid or might end up doing something athletically that they didn't ever think they had in them or they could do, and that and that, I think that feeling a sense of accomplishment. Uh, moves moves him forward in life correct correct there's
0: nothing wrong with competing and wanting or setting an expectation to compete at a high level there you go and sometimes that's easier said than done uh and that's why you see pro you look at columbia they're 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 in a the reset because they're having to really kind of start from the beginning and um but yeah i mean you, you see mount pleasant they go out and they get kid hartsfield and um uh, yeah, first year was a struggle, but look at them here in year two. They're undefeated, and I think they're ranked number two in the
1: state in 2A. So. Well, there you go. And I'll tell you somebody else that's, that's really excelling. There's a kid in Smyrna plays for Smyrna High. The Bulldogs, yeah. Okay. His name is Arian Carter. He is six one, 210 pounds, and he obviously he plays both ways uh, on both sides, offense and defense, but I think – He has gotten some major offers recently. We're talking about within the past week. Uh, He's he's considered a four-star prospect, the number twelve best player in the state of Tennessee.
0: Now, now think about this before you list the schools that have offered him, folks. I want you to listen to 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 these schools because there's eleven other players that they are considering better than him in the state of Tennessee. The football in this state has gotten so much better okay. over the past two decades. It's incredible. But go ahead. Okay,
1: so Mr. Carter, um, that plays linebacker for Smyrna and running back for Smyrna, uh, has he excelled it? He excelled at running back, and you know it does. Has like in four games this year, almost four hundred yards rushing, ten touchdowns. I mean, you know that's averaging two and a half touchdowns a game and, and Smyrna Smyrna's a big school so they're not playing any uh small pushover type schools they they play Lebanon and they play probably a, a couple of good uh team. teams oh, in yeah. Oakland oh
0: absolutely riverdale black probably Seagull. in the same region yeah okay
1: so they're they're playing some pretty tough competition but Mr. Carter like I said is a four-star and four-star athlete and he's gotten um, Alabama paid him a visit uh, now he's already committed verbally to Memphis back in July, but that was before all these offers came that's in. that's true um, but it, Mr. Carter picked up offers from USC and I'm assuming that's I'm Southern- bringing it off of the C, the Yahoo site so that must be that must be Southern Cal or it would have said South Carolina. So USC, uh, Tennessee, Kentucky on Monday offered him. Michigan and LSU offered him on Tuesday. And then Florida and Oregon on Wednesday. I mean – you and see all it? those schools want, can you imagine being a high school senior and all those schools come major college programs come knocking on your
0: door. And that's usually what it takes. It takes one of those schools to make an offer.
1: And the other ones and, go, and Hey, what, what, oh, yeah, yeah, what's they, going on they, over they there? They offer,
0: we got to offer. It's kind of exactly. like
1: fishermen. You know, you, you see somebody pulling fish out of the other side of the pond and you're not catching anything. What do you do? You get up, move over that side of the pond, <laughs> exactly. move over that side of the pond where the fish are. Right. So, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's exciting time for Mr. Carter. I'm sure that they'll figure out they'll make the, uh, the right decision. But uh, just to get all those offers and have them all come flooding in from Sunday through Wednesday is pretty incredible. But uh, we'll keep you posted on what's going on with that. So uh, as we're moving forward, we're going to take a break. And after the break, we're going to talk about Mr. Aaron Judge and the New York Yankees. And what would you do if you caught the record-breaking home run? Think about that. I'm going to give you some options. And on the backside of this uh, commercial break, we're going to talk about that. This is the Front Port Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake. He's Clayton. We'll be right back. We are back on the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. Welcome in. I am Drake, and I'm here with my man Clayton, and we are talking sports, a little bit of everything, from uh, this week's Game of the Week, Mount Pleasant at Columbia Central High School, Friday night lights kickoff, which is going to it's going to be a heck of a game. I'm just going to tell you right now. You people want to get out and see a, a hard-nosed close ball I think it's going to be close. And I think this might be Mount Pleasant's chance to take take home the. What did they play for? Anything? Is there any kind of keg? Yeah,
0: anything? there's a there's a trophy. It's between Spring Hill, Columbia, and Mount Pleasant. Oh, I see. Okay, it's called the Sparkman Daily Wade, maybe um, trophy. Okay, that currently sits at Lindsay Nelson Stadium. Uh,
1: okay. Uh, owned by well,
0: the Columbia Central Lions. Okay.
1: Well, I I would be remiss if, if I didn't mention we were talking about the four-star uh, prospect, uh, Arian Carter out of Smyrna. And the guy is set on going to medical school. He wants to be an orthopedic surgeon. Um, he was quoted as saying you're a student before you're an athlete. Uh, now, whether he's just saying the right things, I don't know. But I, I feel as though he, he means it. But why? Because I read on, read on down a little bit more about him. And he, not only has he been offered scholarships by schools like Tennessee, Alabama. I don't think Alabama's offered him yet. Yeah, I think they visited, but I do think it's coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, LSU. You know, those are big football, SEC football powerhouses. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also got offers from Yale and Harvard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... I mean Yale and Harvard don't offer you uh, athletic scholarships if you're not up to not up to snuff on the academics. Correct. Correct. So, you know what I mean. So that he, he's got options,
0: which is great.
1: Absolutely. Good so speaking of options, I've got a question for you. I'll say you're say you fly <clears throat> up to New York and you get to see go watch the Yankees play, and the only seats you and your wife are can get it, whoever, the only t- t- tickets you can get are right there in center field bleachers. Good and $15, $20 seats. Yeah. There you go. Fourth inning, Aaron Judge comes up, and Aaron Judge right now, folks, is sitting on number 60. He has hit his 60th home run. Which ties him with the Babe. Which ties him with Babe Ruth, which is the, who was a Yankee. But he, he's one short of Roger Maris, who was a Yankee. And that is the... American League and the Yankees franchise home run record is 61, okay? So say so say you say you and honey are in the only seats you can really get are way out there in center field and all of a sudden the fourth inning comes along Aaron Judge steps up to the plate and he rips one right at you and you happen to reach out and snag that ball and you're holding number 61 that ties it or number 62 that tie that that breaks the record now you've got options you can keep it you can give it away you can give it back to mr. judge and the yankees because you know that's the record breaker or you can negotiate with the yankees and mr. judge now clayton what are you gonna
0: do i'm either gonna keep it or i'm gonna negotiate one of the two <laughs> Well, uh, either I'm going to have a part of baseball or Yankee history with me, or we can talk.
1: Right. I mean, I mean you, know, you know,
0: I'll talk. Well, what about you? Well, you know, and, and sixty three
1: would be more valuable to me, or sixty two. I mean. Sixty two, the 62. one that broke it. The yeah. one that one that broke it definitely would be more valuable than sixty. So, uh, on Tuesday, uh, there was a twenty year old that by the last name of Kessler, Mr. Kessler, caught the 60th that Judge hit out. And, uh, you know, some some auction sports memor- memorabilia places have said, hey, you know, that ball's worth at least 50, un- upwards to $150,000. And you're a 20-year-old kid. I mean, imagine being able to sell a ball for, let's go in between, let's say $75,000. Well, he and his friends ended up getting escorted out by security, uh, as they do with home run balls like that, and um, got him down to the clubhouse where the Yankees were. Met Mr. Judge, Aaron Judge, and Aaron Judge signed some balls for him and gave him a jersey and signed a bat, and you know uh, filled his his arms up with a bunch of Yankee memorabilia, uh, Yankee stuff merch and they left. But they didn't leave with the ball. Mr. Judge ended up with the ball and the Yankees ended up with the ball. My question is this the Yankees have been estimated where the Yankee franchise have been estimated upwards of six billion dollars. That's with a B. Six billion. And
0: Aaron Judge is making I was just looking that up, they're making he's making nineteen million and he just turned down a contract call for
1: 215 or something. He turned, yeah, it
0: was 215 million dollars he turned cuz he's going
1: to be a free agent next year.
0: Yeah. So he, he turned down a 7-year 215 million dollar fully guaranteed
1: contract. So, you know, can Mr. Judge afford if he wants that ball back bad enough, especially the record break, can he afford to cut a check for 100,000? I think he can.
0: Yeah, I mean, as a fan who's helping pay for his salary by investing my money into buying tickets for a game at Yankee Stadium, or just by watching on television. Yeah, I mean, I you know,
1: I, I mean, you know, the fan can't the, the guy it's the part fan of the, experience. the fan can keep it sure and, and auction it off. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he doesn't have to go to judge and say so give him the option. You know, cut me a check for seventy five or hundred thousand dollars, and I'll. I'll yeah. give you the ball. I'll say the ball back. Or oh, he could go. He could go to South South B's, or he could go to any big auction, uh, sports memorabilia. Put it on eBay. Whatever you want to do, and probably get you know six figures for it. So um, I'm just saying. Just hurry know, up and do it before they
0: before he fails a you know a, a PED test or anything.
1: <laughs> well, this is going to be, and, and you know this first of all. Judge, if he breaks, if he hits 62, he will break the Yankees franchise record. He will break the American League. Uh, home run. Home run because all the other ones, Bond, Sosa. Um, but, uh, and uh, Maguire. Maguire, all the National League. Correct. So, and, you know, he's not going to have an asterisk. Next to his name. Not yet. Not yet.
0: So that's why that ball may be a little more valuable now. Well, I, I,
1: I'm sure that, you know, and I'm sure that, look, Major League Baseball's on top of this one. They're, they're, they're testing this guy. I, I think so.
0: He's huge. I mean, yeah. he, he's kind of like Frank Thomas. He's
1: just you, really big. Have you ever seen him? Yeah. Not in person. Okay. But I'm I, Just from what I see when he stands at the plate, how he kind of towers over the umpire, which umpires are normally – Pretty big in stature, I would say. Sure, but I mean, he is—he's—he's one big dude. He looks like an NFL tight end, to be honest with you. Absolutely. He—he. So, you know, the question is, you know, think about it. I I don't know what I would do. I I mean, I'm not a huge—I'm not a huge Yankees fan. Or I'm not—I don't know if I'm—I'm tied to a major league team as much as this young man Kessler that caught number sixty that said it was his duty. And he was his part to give the ball back to Judge. And I'm thinking,
3: well, yeah. this, this
1: guy must he he was he must really love the Yankees. I mean he must something tells me he may have a little bit of virus remorse
0: at some point down the road. And <laughs> he, He's gonna be telling his friends twenty years from now
1: Yeah, yeah. I should I should have cashed in. I should have sold that ball to yeah. Porsche. You know, what, yeah, what's, what's right. wrong with me? Yeah. Well, you know, and and uh so as far as my personal opinion goes I would probably say, you know, Mr. Judge, I caught this ball, and everything in life is negotiable. Sure. I mean, you know, sure. everything's negotiable, <laughs> and that includes how much you're going to pay, how bad, how badly you want, how bad do you want this baseball? <laughs> exactly. You know, and you know he's going to want the the record break. Sure. I mean, golly, and you know what? He can afford to pay for. it. Absolutely. If I was lucky enough to catch it and And go to him and give him first shot at buying it, and I said, mr. judge i'm going to give you the first shot to buy your ball back
0: otherwise if I, can, you, I can auction this thing off and make it
1: kill otherwise, I'm going home and getting on the getting on eBay and this thing's going on right tonight. you can buy it or you can buy it there you know right, you can right. take a choice
0: so uh that's probably what I would do. I would say, look, I'm going to put this thing on market for x amount of dollars. What do you want to offer me? I'll give you a discount, but what do you want to offer me?"
1: I mean, we can stop. We can stop this right now. And when, you know, you can just go on and pay for it, and I don't have to go through the trouble of listing it and doing all that type right. of stuff. So, I mean, I, I, I think I think I would probably have to go the negotiating route with Mister right Judge yeah. because I mean, you know, the guy's filthy rich. And he's playing a playing a kid making millions or billions playing a kid's game. Yeah, I
0: mean, he's going to be signing a contract north of two hundred and fifty million dollars more than likely at the end of this year with someone. And more than likely that'll be the Yankees again. But that's going to be two hundred and fifty million dollars guaranteed.
1: No matter Guar- what happens. No
0: matter what happens, he's going to get that money.
1: So if he gets caught if he if he gets in a car wreck and and, can't play his leg and still get that can't money can't walk again or whatever, he's still going to get it. Which is, you know, that's Major League uh, Baseball. Well, all I can tell you is, uh, you know, Mister Judge is has is, is got a lot of things set up ready to go as far as uh, as far as that goes. You want to get into the schedule this weekend? What do you want to talk about? Yeah, let's do. It. To- let's talk about what we got going on this weekend. Oh, let's see here. This weekend, uh, well, tonight there are one, two, three. There's three games tonight: West Virginia at Virginia Tech. Uh, West Virginia's a two and a half three point favorite. Coastal Carolina's at Georgia State. Chattanooga is at Illinois and Virginia. Now tomorrow, Friday, uh, Virginia at Syracuse, Nevada at Air Force, Boise State at UTEP. Now on Saturday, you and I went over some <clears throat> went over some games earlier. Um. Clemson and Wake Forest, and you like, and and Clemson is at Wake Forest.
0: Wake Forest has an offense that can compete with Clemson, and you don't see that a whole lot from a lot of these teams in the ACC, where their offense is good enough to compete with Clemson. But theirs is, and I think it'll be a good game. It's at Wake Forest. It's an early morning game.
1: Clemson's favored by seven and a hook, so they're favored by seven and a half. And and one one question thing about Clemson is they've got a good defense. Wake Forest has a, a, I would say, a really good offense right. and a really good quarterback in Sam Sam Hartman. But what's questionable here is Clemson's offense. The DJ Uguilalale,
0: Oog- yeah,
1: has just not really panned out. I don't think to what what they thought he was going to be when he first came to Clemson.
0: This will be one of their bigger tests. You know, I know that uh, Clemson' uh, first game of the season. Uh, who was it that they played? They played a neutral side game, some Monday night game. It was Georgia Tech, and you know, bless Georgia Tech's heart. They they just Dabo Sweeney did something that Gene Stallings would have never had done. He ran the score up on them uh, against a against, against a really pathetic Georgia Tech team who lost forty two to nothing to Ole Miss over the weekend at home. Just an embarrassment. Uh, Jeff Collins' day down there numbered, but. Uh, I think this will be the first time they're actually going to get tested this year. And uh, I'm interested to see if Clemson ends up going to the backup quarterback, the highly touted freshman that they got that that's come in uh, at some point, depending on uh, the situation of the game. But I like Wake Forest. I'm not saying they're going to win, but I like them to cover the seven and a half.
1: Well, and, and, you know they and they they probably they more than likely will. I mean, I, I, I mean, I don't. I'm, I'm that is not a pick, but this is kind of. I really like Sam Hartman. I like their running back, and I yeah. like I like they've got a terrific uh, wide receiver. Wait for us, his last name is Perry, and Hartman loves to him up. And Hartman was having some blood clot issues early in the season. He didn't make a first start, and he you know Hartman is kind of getting up to. Up to par now, up to, up to speed. Um, kind of getting in his groove,
3: right? And I think, from and
1: I think at home, it, it it could set up to be one hell of a ball game. And I'd love it getting seven and a half points. Um, as we look on down the schedule, Maryland and uh, Little Tua is at, uh, at at the big house at Michigan, and Michigan is favored by seventeen. That's a lot of points,
0: but I do think Michigan covers. They're playing really, and I, really and you well. You know
1: what? And, it doesn't seem like Harbaugh is taking the foot off the pedal. No, I mean, do you do you do you get that feeling? No, that, I
0: agree. He's
1: up. they're down there throwing. They're up. I saw him the other day. Whoever the hell they were being the crap out of, and uh, yeah,
0: somebody wasn't any good. And
1: they were throwing the ball at the end, at late in the fourth quarter, and I'm thinking you're up fifty five to nothing or whatever the deal is. And I mean, I know the backup quarterback was in, and. Uh, you know, I get that, but still, even with the backup quarterback in, you're up 55 to nothing over some school you're supposed to beat 55 to nothing. Right. You, and you're throwing the ball at the end of the fourth quarter. So um, let's go on down the line here. In the SEC, Missouri's at Auburn. Uh, I don't know what else. Notre Dame and North Carolina. That's probably going to be a high scoring affair. Tennessee, and then, Florida, man. I know. I, I do have to bring that up. It's
0: Gator Hate Week.
1: <laughs> isn't, isn't every week Gator Hate Week? They're back. Florida is number twenty. Florida is at number ten. At number eleven, Tennessee, and the Vols are favored. Let's just call it eleven, ten and a half. Let's say it's 11. been
0: at eleven. It's it's back let's just, and
1: forth. Let's just say let's just say eleven points with a total of with a total of sixty two and a half. So, you know. If the Vols don't get it done this week,
0: oh gosh, don't say that.
1: We're we about to go to break. We will. Yeah, we got about a minute. Okay. Well, I'm just going to tell you right now. If the Vols don't get this done this week, oh boy, I just don't know. I, don't, I mean, they they better go on bridge alert up there and and, and monitor those <laughs> those bridges because there's going to be some people in orange jumping off some bridges. You know, because I mean, this is it. Florida is hurting. Florida's reeling. The, Kentucky beat them by 10. I mean, they're, you know, they're. They barely got by South Florida. Exactly. Yeah. If South Florida did not lay the ball on, on the ground there a couple of times, Florida's probably beat. So this is the, this Vol fans, Vol nation, if you're out there, this is your shot, baby. This is what, this is what it's all about. You can do it. You can, you can, you can do it. You can do it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's going to it's be like all Rob right.
0: Snyder and Waterboy, yeah.
1: All right, we got a Magic Eight Ball pick in our next segment. Don't go anywhere. The Magic Eight Ball over the past two weeks uh, against the spread is eight and two uh, for your for your uh, own personal information. So uh, we are the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. Dragon Clayton. We'll be right back.
2: Let's talk custom design jewelry. Did you know Tillis Jewelry in downtown Columbia creates custom design jewelry and has been for over 30 years? From
0: one-of-a-kind engagement rings to wedding bands and so much more. We want each piece to be as unique as you are and create a family heirloom for tomorrow. Call today and make an appointment with one of our designers. And just for calling, you will receive a free 30-minute consultation. Tillis Jewelry, creating custom
2: jewelry proudly in Tennessee. Hi, I'm Barry Duke. Join Drake, Colley, and I for the Front Porch Sports Game of the Week, sponsored by the Murray County School System and Columbia Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, and Fiat. It all starts at 530 on Friday nights, right before our Game of the Week. It starts at 655 and kickoff at 7 o'clock. Join Coach Mike and I on 101.7 WKOM. This is Coach Mike. Join us
0: this week as the Mount Pleasant Tigers host the Loretto Mustangs.
1: Welcome back into the Frontport Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake Colley, and I'm here with Clayton the Claw Harris. Good afternoon, Clayton. Good afternoon, Drake. And we are talking football because it is Thursday, and it is have we have Thursday night football. And you know, the only way you can get that get Thursday night ball game is uh, unless you live in that area. If you live in tonight, it's Pittsburgh at Cleveland. So if you live, we're not in that market. No, one. we're not in that market. So if you guys want to watch it, you got to get Prime Video.
0: Amazon Prime. A- do Amazon- you have Amazon Prime? I do. Have I do I, have, I do. Um and I thought it went well last week. I mean, I don't well know they, what your they, experience was like, but and
1: they had they had thirteen million viewers last week. Wow. So they were they, the numbers were pretty good. They were up. And did you know that Amazon um has roughly locked this Thursday night gig in that they carry the Thursday night? NFL game on Amazon Prime uh, to about a billion dollars a year. Wow. They pay pay the NFL owners roughly a billion dollars for the next 13 seasons. A season. Well, think about this. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) think if you you own a sports
0: bar and you didn't have Amazon Prime video before. You do now. You do now.
1: That's right. And how many – and, you know, how many – How many
0: Buffalo Wild Wings are there across the country? How many Jonathans do we have in Middle Tennessee? How many Hooters are across the – you know what I'm saying? Right,
1: right. And commercial accounts could be – could cost a little bit more than just your regular residential home. Correct, correct. So Mr. Bezos is trying to increase his his viewership or his membership. And by by running the NFL only on Prime, and that will be tonight, Pittsburgh at Cleveland, and I do have a Magic Eight Ball pick for that for that game, and we're going to give it out. That's right, an old school matchup, right? right there. At the end. You know, oh, this will be, and they're, they're they're really not far from each other. No. I don't think I won't say ninety miles or maybe maybe a hundred miles. They're not, they're not very far from each. It's other. It's a rivalry game, yeah, no, I'm, absolutely. I'm so it should be it. nasty, yeah. you know. And it seems like to me, but Pittsburgh's. Pittsburgh's kind of playing with a chip on their shoulder for some reason. Their, their defense seems mad. I, you know, Minka Fitzpatrick has been – I just never noticed him being as vocal uh, as as he has been I, because I watched that Cincinnati. Of course, the Cincinnati game was a terrific game to watch, and I just I just feel like – It's always I, interesting to watch how coaches
0: motivate their teams, and I think what Mike Tomlin's doing with this team is um, – they don't believe you can win without Ben Roethlisberger. Well, they are going to have to? And they're going to. Well, I, and I think he's saying. I think that's what he's telling. Them. Like they, they think he was the the reason why we've won the last fifteen years. When our defense has won us a lot of ball games, and our, you know, and he he has not been these. He, he was hurt a lot the last right. several years of his career. Uh, so I think maybe that might be the motivation behind maybe the defense playing so well. You know, they think the offense has been carrying us last fifteen years. That's not the case. It's been our defense.
1: They're they're showing you disrespect. So okay, well you you guys hang tight. I'm I'm going to pull the magic eight ball out right at, right before we go off the air this afternoon at the end of our hour and um, and see what he says. See what the magic eight ball has to say about Pittsburgh at Cleveland. Um, so there are five zero. Oh, there are five winless teams. In the NFL right now, and we know that one of them in this is, comes from this area, and that's the O and two Titans. The other four are a little surprising, and you know it shouldn't be too hard to keep up. There's just been two games, but the Cincinnati Bengals that were just—I mean, how do you figure that? out? I mean, what, what's how do you—they were just that, in the Super Bowl. I, guess, I know yeah. it. I mean, they were everybody's darlings last year. They were, you know, the pride of Ohio and all that type of good stuff. And and they are 0-2. That's
0: what happens when you don't take care of business at home. And that's what we saw the first weekend uh, of the season with Cincinnati. They didn't take care of business
1: at home. And then they they went to to Dallas and they got beat. With with a back by a backup quarterback, Dak wouldn't even wouldn't even playing. I just think that
0: it goes back to that rule you were talking about about uh you know the NFC that's versus it. the AFC and just how tough it is to go on the road and win in the
1: NFL. Right. I mean, that's, no matter who the quarterback is. That's right. And we'll be tomorrow. We'll be talking about we'll be talking about those matchups uh, going into the weekend and trying to work out some some solid plays on the on the wagering end of it so you guys tune in tomorrow to the sports show at four o'clock again on fr- on Friday and we'll be doing that live from uh, Lindsay Nelson Lindsey Nelson Stadium out in Murray County Park. Before the Mount Pleasant, uh, the Rumble in the Jungle, Rumble Central game of the week, Rumble in the Jungle Part Two. Okay, so the Bengals and the Titans, and, and another team that's zero two, the Las Vegas, the Devontae Adams. Somebody home. Somebody's getting the win. Las this Vegas weekend, Raiders. Baby. I mean, yeah. and yeah. so the Raiders are coming to Nashville on Sunday, and 2 and two teams are matching up. So one of them's going to get that off their back, that monkey off their back. So. And I, I'm not. I'm not really sure. I'm still up in the air on on, on who's going to win that game. I haven't really decided, but uh, I think it's going to be a hard fought, tough, close ball game. Oh, is I'm what sure. I think. Oh, absolutely. Um, the only let's see, the Titans are zero and two, and Carolina Panthers are zero and two. Baker Mayfield and his bunch, uh, and Mayfield hasn't been the answer so far. Um, you know, Mayfield ranks thirty second. In QB, in, in quarterback rating. That's, that's, dead,
0: that's dead last. With a
1: score of 23.7 out of 100. Uh, that's not a passing grade for Baker Mayfield. And, no, I, don't, that's a big, and that, I don't understand yeah. it. I, I, you know, it's just hard to figure out whether it's a new team. Whether, I mean, it, the, the guy didn't look, when he first got to Cleveland, he didn't look that bad. I kind of thought he'd be like the next Brett Favre or something. I thought, it, you know, run around throw, run around throw, and you I mean, can tell Baker's an emotional guy.
0: And you just gotta wonder where he's at emotionally after basically being dumped. It's being like it's about like being dumped by a girlfriend, you know, or divorce, you know. It's just he goes in and he's he finds out that that Cleveland has Deshaun Watson and he's gone. And where does that put his mental psyche? I mean, yeah. Matt Rule's on the hot seat. There's no which is a good news for a college any college program out there looking for a new head coach. Nebraska ought to be looking at Matt Rule at Carolina if something was happening because he look what he did at Baylor. He brought them back from the dead man because you you look at what was going on and how toxic that program sure. was with Art Browse. Yeah, oh, oh my gosh. I mean, so that's going to be interesting in its own self, but yeah, you're right. Baker Mayfield just, pathetic.
1: And it's just hard to kind of understand. I mean, he's a Heisman Trophy winner. He, I just I don't understand where it all went wrong. And I'm sure he'd, he's trying to figure it out too. I mean, if you if you ever had a chance to make, prove a point and and to make things right, Car- uh, Cleveland was at went to Carolina the first weekend, an
0: AFC and, to an NFC team, and yeah. went down
1: there and beat them. Right? I mean, Cleveland went down there and and beat them. Well, and, and if
0: and, I'm not mistaken, Carolina got ahead. And then let like Cleveland come back and beat it. I think they were up like fourteen or thirteen to nothing.
1: And so um you know, it's just it, it's just a head
0: scratcher on uh Baker Mayfield. He better and play better, they're gonna replace him down there.
1: The last team that's 0 2 is the Atlanta Falcons and um Shocker. Well, you know, my I like I like Mariota. I like you know, I like what he does. I like Arthur Smith that left Left the Titans, offensive coordinator, left the Titans. I take him back in a second. That's right. Arthur, you can come back home. Come, home come on. Whenever you're ready, son, just come on in the front door. I'll yeah. leave it unlocked. For Absolutely. You. But but, uh, but he's down in, in, in Atlanta right now. And Atlanta's played some close games. I mean, they've, they have they pretty much had New Orleans beat, and they let New Orleans come back, you know. and uh, I mean, they, Atlanta has been in the games. They just have not gotten over the hump and held on. They have not finished, as they say. Uh, in sports, you just, you got to finish. You got to put your, uh, you, you got to choke out your opponent and you, you know, you got to hit the kill switch and, and be done with it. So are you saying that Matt Ryan and the Colts
0: got to win over the weekend? I didn't even pay attention to that.
1: Uh, what they,
0: they must have? If they're not one of the O and two teams. I, I, you know, what? because I, you know, because
1: I cause tell they were pitiful week one. Let me let me just make sure that the article I got that from did not list them. So I would imagine uh of course they have looked pretty bad. Did they win did they win the first week? Because uh Jonathan Taylor got a, a ton of yards. And I was just wondering if they won the first week or not. I don't
0: I can tell you right now. Let's see.
1: Current. Oh, they tied.
0: That's right. They're, they tied. I'm sorry. They, they they went to ja- they went to Jacksonville last week and got destroyed.
1: They didn't score a point. Twenty four to nothing. They didn't score a point. So
0: if you're Atlanta, you're thinking, well, it wouldn't <laughs> be any better if he was here, and we just saved a ton of money.
1: And they right, and they twenty. They tied twenty twenty to the Texans on the first weekend. So right. So who, they, so, the, who, so that so old. technically they are they're not winless. Uh, well, they're they're they, winless. They're winless, but they're not zero and two. Correct, correct. <laughs> or correct. two losses, so they're kind of right in between. So uh, tonight, now earlier today, this morning, I got up, uh, worked a combination on the on the box where I keep the magic eight ball. Got that magic eight ball out and. The first thing the Magic 8-Ball and I talked about was tonight's game, Pittsburgh at Cleveland. And um, What's Magic 8-Ball think of that game? The Magic 8-Ball is, you know, the Magic 8-Ball kind of, it's going to be a tough tonight. It's going to be tough sledding. It's a home team dog. Is it, no. Or no, is Cleveland a favorite? No. The Browns are favored by four. Ooh. And – the Magic 8-Ball says take the Cleveland Browns tonight.
0: At minus four?
1: At minus four. I'm just telling you that. Yeah, you I, can all- see, I can
0: see that. Yeah, I mean, I can see that because most of the betting public is going to bet on the Steelers. This is a gambling
1: guide. It's not mandatory, but the Magic 8-Ball, you cannot refute the 8-2 and two record over the past couple of weeks. Uh, we're starting a new weekend this weekend. Oh, And you all can get all aboard with it, or you can pull into the station and get off the party train. It's totally up to you.
0: I'm on the train, man. I'm telling you.
1: Hey, I hope hope a lot of people get on the Magic 8 Ball. The Magic
0: 8 Ball is my friend.
1: Magic 8 Ball should be everybody's friend. And tonight it says, get on the Browns. And we'll be back tomorrow, 4 o'clock, right here on 101.7. And we're going to talk more about pros, college, high schools. And some more Magic 8-Ball, hopefully. And we'll have some more Magic 8-Ball picks. And uh, go Browns tonight. You guys have a good evening. And we will talk to you tomorrow at 4 o'clock. This is the Front Porch Sports